The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine. And we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. <clears throat> We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, and I'm so delighted to have you with us today. Today is a, a new adventure here. I'm welcoming you to our new time uh, and really like this time of day. This is where we started out way back when we started in uh, 2010. Um, unfortunately, our guest for today is ill, and she couldn't be with us She's rescheduling for, well, I guess probably in September is our next open date. So hopefully we'll get to talk to her. She has a lot to say, a lot to share. And I'm really sorry that she's ill. I hope that she's getting better. You know, you can do a show ill, but you can't do a show when you have no voice. And that's where she is today. Um, So we look forward to having her on. So we're going to chat. Uh, You're welcome to call in if you have something you want to share. And that call-in number is 888-346-9141. I'd be delighted to talk with you. We're going to have another experiment in living today. I have a dog that's rarely more than a couple inches away from my feet. I'm not going to put him in the bedroom today. I usually do, and he usually barks through the whole show. So today we're going to leave him out here and see what happens, see how it goes. He should be happy. The neighbor just brought him a hamburger. I have good neighbors. Uh, he just has woofed down, literally woofed down a hamburger. So he should be a happy dog. Let's hope he goes to sleep. We'll see. <laughs> there are two things we are told never to talk about. One is religion and the other is politics. Uh, these two things probably have the most profound impact on our lives uh, of anything. And if, if nothing else, we should talk about these two things. And I don't mean yell at each other. I mean have a meaningful dialogue that explores the thoughts about religion and about politics. Oh, we can't do that because people get really upset when your views are different from their views and sometimes they lose it and everybody gets hot under the collar. And that's really too bad. We all lose because of it. The conversation becomes unpleasant, turns into a shouting match, and it's over. Now, it's like saying, even though there are many, many roads that get you into Phoenix, There's only one right road, and the only right road to come in on is I-10. Or maybe you think the only right road to come in on is I-17. If you come into into Phoenix anyway but my way, you're wrong. We need to be able to discuss the pros and cons of how we get into Phoenix when you can come in from every single direction. And we need to be able to discuss the pros and cons of what we believe about God, about what we believe about the country, about what we believe about politics. We need to explore both sides of liberalism and conservatism. 
we need to be able to sit down and say to the liberals, what, what do you have that really works? Here's what I see that you have that doesn't work. What do I have as a conservative that really works? What do I have that you see doesn't work? How can we put this together to make something that really, really works? Now, we need to get over this Democrats versus Republicans. We, we need to look at it in terms of platforms. What do the parties represent? You know, you hear more now about uh, personalities than you do platforms. <clears throat> I have hardly heard the word platform mentioned in this really painful campaign that, that we're witnessing at this time. What do the parties stand for? What do the candidates stand for in terms of um, their stand on the issues? Uh, we need to make a choice on a rational approach to the issues rather on emotion or what the news media told us we should believe or should know. You know, we need to be able to look at the country and say, what's the best thing for this country so we can maintain our freedom and make it true again that we're a land of opportunity? You know, one of the things I've rarely shared on this show is that I was married to a man who was in the state senate in Arizona and went on to become a United States congressman. This was back in the 1970s, but I've not lost my interest in government and politics. I follow it avidly. Back then, things were still relatively civil um, most of the time, although those things that... uh, we were seeing then like greed and graft and the powerful influence of the lobbies. Um, Some of those things that we've grown to dislike intensely were becoming more and more apparent. Back then we were hearing more and more often the quote from Lord Acton who said, power tends to corrupt and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And now we're seeing how true that really is uh, it's um, imperative that we begin to think for ourselves, look beyond the words at the actions and the votes, and let our own minds and our own hearts direct us. Uh, we're, we're intelligent beings. We need to begin to use that intelligence and our own discernment. Since this show is about self-improvement, uh, I have stayed away from the political arena, but today I had scheduled somebody that I've known since he was in high school who is a very successful businessman and is running for political office in California as a libertarian. I thought it would be kind of interesting to hear what he had to say. Unfortunately, something came back, came up for him, and we're back to plan B. But it got me into thinking about the questions that I would ask. There's some really big questions I probably wouldn't ask him, but I would really like to ask it in a forum of some kind. You know, why... Can we no longer have dialogue about these important things? Why can't we adults sit down and look at each side? Is one party the keeper of the truth more than the other? 
I don't think so. Maybe we should sit down, though, nose to nose, face to face, and find out. I urge you to talk to the people who do not agree with you and listen to them with an open mind. We can all learn from each other. Another question is, what's the answer to all these shootings? Why do we even have to ask whose lives matter? All lives matter. The answer won't be found in rioting or looting, and it won't be found in legislation. We simply must sit down and work with each other in a civilized way. Is there some reason why we cannot do that? Now, I've almost stopped listening to the news, the local news and the national news, because it feels like they're trying to program me into what to think and what to believe about all kinds of things. And I really don't like it. Um, I have to think things through. I wish I could get the facts. And it's really hard now to get the facts on either side. It shouldn't be us against them. We have to have difference. Please think about it. We have to have difference. The lack of differing opinions and differing approaches means a loss of individual freedom in every sense because we have to accept the one only opinion that's given to us and there's nothing free about that. Enough said. Now, if my candidate had been able to be on this show, here's some of the questions that I would ask. Um, And you might want to jot some of these down. And if you go to a political rally or you're contacted by a candidate, you might want to ask some of these. What's your background? What in your background prepared you to represent me in the state legislature or the, the city uh, town council or the, as in the mayor's office or you know, in the United States Congress or the United States Senate? <clears throat> what in your background can you bring forward to help you in this incredibly big job? What made you decide to run? Why are you running? What's the purpose? You know you're not going to make as much money as you make now unless you're on the take. Uh, You know you're not. There's a great deal of power associated with it. Do you want that? Or are you running because you think you're, you're able to make a difference? And if you think you're able to make a difference... What kind of difference do you think you could make? Be honest with me here. What kind of difference? Other than through policy, if you're elected, what are you going to do directly to help your constituents? 
<clears throat> How are you going to help them? People all over this country need help. What are you going to do? Is door-to-door politics dead or is it too scary? And that question says, what are you going to do to meet your constituents? How are you going to make yourself available to them? How do they reach you? If you lose, then what? Do you quit? Or are you dedicated to serving in some other way? No. What are you going to do? What's your advice to someone who wants to get involved in the political process? You're trying to keep people out? You're trying to draw, draw people in? Now, what's your advice to somebody else? Would you tell them to by all means run? Or would you tell them to stay out? There are a lot more questions you would want to ask. And I encourage you to think about those So in case you have the opportunity, you're ready. And if any of you listening are interested in knowing how you could get elected or how you can help somebody else that you think is a good person get elected, there's a really great book on Amazon called The Guide to Winning Elections, and it's written by Christopher Conlon. And yes, he's my son, and it's a really good book. I get no profit from selling it. He's selling it so low, he gets very little because we're both dedicated in helping good people get involved in the political process. And with that, it's time to go to break. This is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned. We'll be back with more chit-chat in just a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. I have really a lot of things to talk about, uh, some new stuff. You know, there's some relatively new things going on in the realm of self-improvement. Sounds a little far-fetched, but it's true. And some really exciting things going on in science about brain and neuroplasticity, 
uh, and ha- they have everything to do with self-improvement and creating change. Now, never before that I am aware of has the door been so wide open for us to change those things we want to change about ourselves and our lives and have tools and instructions on knowing how to go about doing that. And as I was thinking about it and, and, and reading a little more about brain science, which is just so fascinating to me, I'm reminded of the poem Invictus by William Ernest Henley. I had to memorize this uh, somewhere along school, I think right around eighth grade. There was a lot of controversy about what he said, and people said, oh, it's wrong, and some people said, no, it's right. One of those kind of things. But it's a very powerful poem, and you need to know that when he wrote it, he was very ill. He had tuberculosis of the bone by the time he was 12, and it went, it got progressively worse as he grew older. When he was in his 20s, he had a leg amputated because of it, because the bone was so diseased, and he spent a great deal of time in the hospital. And it was during this time that he wrote the poem Invictus, which is one of the most widely read poems that I'm aware of. Uh, And here's what it says. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced, nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeoning of chance, my head is bloody, but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And I think in in these times when we're learning more and more about um, quantum physics and how we influence each other and how our thoughts create and how we create our own day, our own life, uh, I, I think these words are truer than ever and it's Interesting to me that he understood this back in the 1800s when we really weren't allowed to think this way. Uh, If you haven't read that poem for a long time, go to the self-improvement blog and and really sit with it and ponder it. Um, The words in it are really quite incredible. Also on the self-improvement blog under the, the announcement of today's show, are some links that we're going to talk about. I, it's really hard to, to, to give you a link that's you know, two or three lines long on the radio show, but they are on the self-improvement blog, and I encourage you, if you're at all interested in what we're going to talk about, to go and follow those links, check out that material, because some of it is quite fascinating. One of the things that came to my attention not long ago in um, an email was uh, about pictures of the sperm 
entering the ovum. And it absolutely blew my mind. And you can look at it, the first link on the self-improvement blog and today's show announcement has this link. It seems that when the sperm enters the egg, there's a burst of light and now they can take that photograph. The photographs are on the web and, and you can see them. To me, it, it's spectacular. Now, scientists explain it in terms of a chemical reaction that produces and ignites sulfur. It's just a chemical reaction. But then everything in our body is a chemical reaction. Um, that's how we that's how we function is by one chemical reaction after another in every cell of our body. So look deeper and see what it means to you. And, and part of what it means to you will depend on what you were taught when you were growing up. For me, it means a number of things. I'm certainly no theologian, but for me, it indicates that something very powerful happened just then. Um, And it may put to rest the argument of when conception takes place. I don't know. I can't wait to hear what the more learned ones, the spiritual teachers and leaders say about it. So far, I haven't seen anything. I will continue to look. But it displaces what I was taught as a child, which is that we are conceived in sin, born in sin. All those teachings that have us bad from the get-go, I never understood them. It never made sense to me. And yet I was taught it, you know, from the time I first was able to learn until I was an adult. We are conceived in light. That makes all the difference. I can't wait to learn more about what they find out and what they learn and what is taught about it. Some will be very upset and say, no, that's not the truth. Um, It can't possibly be the truth. But there it is in photo form uh, for us all to see. Interesting, interesting development as far as I'm concerned. And it, it had, I was stunned for several days thinking about the implications of being conceived in the light. Uh, we're light beings. <laughs> I hate to tell you. <laughs> no, I don't hate to tell you. <laughs> I'm delighted to tell you that <laughs> we are light beings. The next thing that's really big on the horizon right now is neural plasticity. Brain research has progressed so dramatically in the last few years because now they can see what happens in the brain when you have negative thinking or positive thinking or happy emotions versus sad emotions. You know, what, what is changing as we change our thinking? All of that now 
is able to be seen. They've studied the monks in meditation. They've studied other people who are just learning to meditate, and it shows the change in their their brain plasticity, their everything about the brain, where where the impulses hit, what lights up. It's all different according to what you're learning, what you're thinking, what you're believing, what you're feeling, um, and they can study it. And everything there has to do with self-improvement. A couple of weeks ago, we had a show about neurosculpting, which utilized some of this new information. Uh, Lisa Wimberger talked about how she is able to use what she knows about neuroplasticity to help those who have endured post-traumatic stress syndrome and what a difference it makes in their life when they're able to create new neural pathways that take the place of those pathways that lead them into serious anxiety attacks or reliving the trauma. Um, Just such exciting information. The term neuroplasticity is derived from the root words neuron and plastic. Neuron, of course, refers to the nerve cells in our brain, uh, the axon, the dendrites, uh, the synapses, and it, it takes all of those into consideration. Plastic, of course, means to mold or sculpt or modify. So you put those together, and it means how we can change those neural pathways to give us healthier kind of lives, more meaningful, productive kind of lives. Neuroplasticity then, in essence, refers to the potential that the brain has to reorganize by creating new neural pathways to adapt as it needs. And I read the analogy of the brain compared to a radio when you want to get a a station, you you may push a button and it goes there, but it's not really clear. And so you adjust that. If you have a digital radio, you adjust it one digit at a time until your information comes through loud and clear. And we do that same thing now with the brain. We have to adjust our thinking so it's not working with the dog. Uh, We have to adjust our thinking so we have a different pathway that takes the place of the one with static or erroneous information. Now, this is all new way of thinking. Back in the day, um, we thought that nerve tissue, brain tissue could not regenerate. And so if someone had a brain injury, we sort of wrote them off. Or if they had a, a stroke that damaged certain portions of the brain, we wrote them off. We may have done a little rehabilitation, but very little, because in our opinion, it was over. No longer. And you're seeing some amazing, amazing things happen as we are learning now how to reprogram the brain to take the place of those damaged cells those damaged or changed 
neural pathways. I want you to think about that in terms of your self-improvement. You know, want you, we're about to go to break. So during the break, think about your patterns of thinking that don't serve you and how you could change those neural pathways into something positive. We're going to talk about that more when we come back. So stay tuned for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the Self-Improvement Blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We've been talking about brains and neuroplasticity and what they mean to us in terms of self-improvement. Now, the old theory thought our ability to generate new pathways dropped off sharply at around age 20. After that, we thought there was no growth of nerve cells or brain cells. You know, if anything happened to you after then, um, it's a little harder. And then permanently fixed by age 40. Now they know that that is absolutely not true. There's hope for us. There's hope for all of us who are older. New studies show that through the use of brain scanning technology, new neural cells are generated throughout our lifetime as are new neural pathways. Even people as old as me can create measurable changes in the brain. Um, You have to have some help getting started and knowing how to do it. You have to work on it consistently over a period of time. Um, The changes aren't always easy, but they can happen, and it's through focus uh, and programming the, the defected areas so that you can grow new pathways into new 
clean, clean new growth areas of the brain. So what does that mean to you in a practical way? It means there's more regeneration than we ever dared believe, and we're beginning to see that now as we work with some of our wounded veterans coming back uh, from combat, um, men and women who have legs and arms blown off are able to be able to be fitted with prostheses that they can work with the nerve system that they have left. Uh, people with brain injuries are being helped to recover in ways that help them become productive members of society again. In terms of self-improvement, we know that thoughts are things and they create um, thoughts and emotions are the building blocks of new neural pathways. So when you do your affirmations, know that if you do them with belief and a passion and consistency, you can make a great deal of change in your own in your own being. You know, let's say you have low self-esteem, you can turn that around so that you can say, I can do that, I am good enough, and we're going to be talking more and more about it. During the break, I was talking to our engineer, and I'm thinking, you know what? I bet a lot of people don't know what an engineer of a radio show does, and we're going to test his neural pathways just for a moment and have him chat with us about what the job of an engineer is. I know this, that when I really mess up and you know, just lose it, which I haven't done too many times, but I have totally lost my train of thought. They can clean it up, and my show sounds wonderful. They're behind the scene making all of us who have a radio show look and sound really good. And I want to take Aaron out of his little perch there down at Voice America and ask him to join me on the show. Aaron, are you there? Can you join me for a few minutes on the show? I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you now, whether you're on whatever. The guy has changed now. The guy who used to say, can you hear me now, has <laughs> changed. So um, tell us a little bit about what you do. I know when my guest calls in, you answer the phone and you connect us and you do all these magic things. So the guest has called in, you've answered the phone, and what's your job then from then on? What do you do? Uh, get their name, where they're calling from, find out if they're a guest or a caller, and then um, from there I would message you over Skype or uh, whatever we're using and tell you, hey, uh, your guest is on, you know, and I wait for your cue to connect them, and then I would... Uh, connect them and make sure that their levels are good, make sure they're not on speakerphone or um, a headset, try and get the best audio quality. And, and sometimes it's not okay. And I don't know what you're looking at on your end. What kind of equipment do you have to work with that lets you know how to adjust the sound? Because sometimes it sounds really good to me, but you're saying it's not good enough and you fix it. So what do you work with that I don't know about? Majority of the time, instead of working with the buttons on the board, we, you know, we test the levels to make sure that their volumes are good. Um, but we also will see what they're calling from. If they're calling from a cell phone or a landline, 
and then from there we'll say, okay, you know, the connection is good enough. Go ahead and, and uh, talk. We'll test your levels again. Or it's not good enough, and we're going to see if we can get you on Skype and have them call in, get a better connection going, just so we have the best audio quality for the show. And if it's not, if... Yeah, I know we've had a couple connections. I had a couple connections when I did not know that my headphones weren't working right. And my sound quality on my end of it was the one that was bad. But by the time you got through with it, it sounded pretty good for the replay of the show. What can you do to clean that up? What do you do? Well, depending upon if it's distortion, um, there's really not much we can do except for edit out that part and just have you uh, repeat a part or take something from your show. Say one of your other shows was really clean and you had a great open. We'll go back and find that file and we'll throw in that open and then no one will ever even know that you had connection problems at the beginning of that show. And see, to me, it's almost like magic because I know sometimes I've had a major glitch and when I went back to listen to it, it was gone, and it was so smooth. You'd never, ever know that there was a glitch at that time. Yeah, it's, so it's a lot So you of do fun. a lot of other things besides just run the board while one of us is doing a show. What all do you do as an engineer there? Uh, whenever there's no shows running, we'll go back, we'll look at the shows we've run for the day, um, and we'll go in, make sure that the brakes fired off when they were supposed to, that they sounded good, that they weren't too loud, um, that the guests and hosts didn't interrupt each other too much. Usually that's kind of hard to fix, but we have our, our moments where they repeat themselves, and then we can just take out the interruptions, and it just sounds a lot more crisp and clear. And then from there, we upload it to our website or send it off to whichever host. You know, if they request the files, we'll send that off to them. And we test it on the website, make sure it works. We make sure if the host, like if you wanted, uh, if, if you were feeling ill next week and you said, hey, can we replay last week's show? I would say, okay, I'd find the file, I'd put it in, and it would fire off on its own at the scheduled time. Some, sometimes it seems like a miracle to me that you guys can get it all done. So do you ever have to work on two shows at once? I can't imagine how you could do that. But, you know, if somebody got sick, how do you handle that? Well, we've never had to do that before, so let's hope it never happens, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. What do you need the host to do that makes the show best? If you had to tell me what I needed to know to make the show sound really good, what would you tell me? Um, speak clearly into the mic. Uh, probably make sure you have a external microphone or, or headset. Internal microphones on laptops and things like that, they don't really work that well. You'll want to make sure that your Skype sounds are off so that when I send you like a, a four minutes till break or three minutes, whatever, that it doesn't go bloop and you know comes over the air. Yeah, I did that in the when I first started. I didn't know to turn those off, and it was blooping <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and we can take those out too, so you know, it's not bad if it happens. No, it, it's it's okay. It is what it is, you know. And and when you're just learning, you do things that sometimes need to be cut out. Um, I just totally lost the question I was going to ask you just a minute ago. Um, what do you find the most fun about being an engineer? 
Um, I would or have is to it say fun? Just, is it just is it just hard work or is it fun? Oh, it's a blast. <laughs> I love it. This is what I went to school for, and I, now that I'm working it, it's it's so much fun. But the thing I love the most is just being in control, interacting with the hosts. It's all really culminates into something special, something fun. From saying, okay, you know, let's get the host on the line, and then I'm I'm rushing to get the host before the show starts, and then hey, we got him. You know, I feel like I I just made that host's day, and then. I mean, it's really, it's really all a fun job. Do most engineers ever have a radio show? Do some, does anybody that uh, that works as an engineer have their own show or want their own show? Is this something you want to do? Um, not here. For me personally, I think that would be fantastic. That would be a lot of fun for me. Because I'm a talker. I like to talk a lot. So why not have a bunch of people listening? Why not? Why not have a bunch of people listening? Uh, I don't know whether we've ever interviewed the engineer on the show before. But you know what? I'm really glad we did, Aaron. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, what fun is that? And, And those of you who may be doing some podcasting and don't uh, understand the value, the wonderful value of having an engineer help you out with your show. And this is not a paid commercial, but you might want to take a look at Voice America because they have absolutely the best people to work with I've ever worked with before. And Aaron, you're definitely included in that. And now let's just take a little time to go to break saying thank you to Aaron, our engineer, for joining us. We'll be right back with more. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. You know what? I'm loving that new music. It's mellow, it's sweet, and it sets the tone just the way I want it to. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm really glad that we chose that one and, and got it together and got it on. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed that little chat with the engineer. I think it's so interesting what they do. And, you know, they really are the, the men and women behind the scenes that make our shows sound good, even sometimes when we don't. Uh, all, well, such It's like having a wonderful insurance policy. Now, the last thing I want to talk about today is the last link that I have on the self-improvement blog uh, for today's show, and it's a, a link that takes you to a program called I Achieve Today. We're going to have the CEO of I Achieve, and we're going to have one of their counselors, the head of their counseling program, on uh, later on, I think two or three shows from now, the CEO is going to be on. It's an absolutely remarkable program for anybody who's involved in self-improvement or interested in self-improvement. I was introduced to it kind of by the way because I subscribed to a program uh, on um, uh, mirror work. I hadn't seen that done and I wanted to know more about it. And along the way, somebody called me and said, would I be interesting and know, interested in knowing more about a counseling program? I always say yes to those kind of things. And I got introduced to I Achieve Today. It's billed as the world's most advanced personal development platform. Get that. The world's most advanced personal development platform. And they ask the question, are you ready to awaken your greatness. Now, it's really hard to say, no, I don't want to awaken my greatness. Um, you, you really take a look at that. Uh, I signed up, and I signed up as uh, an affiliate because their program is so remarkable. I don't make very much from it, but I can make it available to you. And that link on the show, if uh, the link on the blog, if you click that link, you can get two weeks free and then if you sign up, you get a discount, so it will be less than $10 a month, and it is the best money you could ever spend on your own personal development. They have a series of courses uh, about every aspect of self-improvement that you, can, uh, that you can imagine, and you do it at your own pace online. Uh, you can attend group counseling sessions with them included in this price. Now, I don't know where you can have any kind of counseling for less than $10 a month. And these kind of courses, and you can do as many courses a week as you can do in a week. It's up to you how much you want to do. And I don't mean this to be a commercial and it's beginning to sound like that. But I want you to know about this because it is so good, and it is so empowering. Here's some of the courses. Learning to love yourself. That's a really good one. Um, they're brief. You know, they, they don't take you a long, long time. Uh, you mo- might have to work on a course a couple days. Sometimes you can do it in a couple hours. Um, but, but they're rich. Uh, they're helpful. They have questions at the end of the lessons that really 
let you examine yourself uh, and give you some direction to do that. You're not just sort of muddling around inside your mind trying to find an answer. Sometimes you have to sit in meditation a little while to get it. Sometimes you need to think about it over a period of time before you get it. But it's always growth enhancing Learning to love yourself, one of the great problems we have in our society is the lack of self-esteem, partly because we think we have to look like the stars in the media, we have to look like them, talk like them, dress like them, and all of those things, and if somehow we don't measure up, we're lacking, well, we have to realize that they've been airbrushed and photoshopped, and maybe they don't look like that at all. Uh, You need to learn to love yourself. Another course is high energy through good health. I haven't done that one yet, but I certainly intend to. Visualizing and mapping out your success. You know, they really are big on helping you set your goals, knowing where you're headed, knowing where you want to get, what you want to accomplish, what your strengths and your weaknesses are. Um, Yeah, hey, it's really okay to admit that you have strengths. And it's okay to admit that you have weaknesses. And learn how to work with both of them. Sleep your way to better health for those people who just can't get a good night's sleep no matter. I haven't done this course, but uh, if it's as good as the rest of them, you'll start sleeping. Developing yourself and your relationships. How many people have serious trouble sustaining a healthy relationship with themselves or with somebody else? Uh, Works both ways. High vibration eating, you know, high vibration eating will certainly help you have more energy, a clearer mind, better health, stronger immune system, all of those kind of things. Limiting beliefs is another one. Limiting beliefs, they're really big on um, limiting beliefs. I see that we have our political guest on the line, so we're going to get off of these beliefs, go to the I Achieve Today link and check it out for yourself. We're going to talk for a minute with Baron Bruno, and we only have a couple minutes to do so. Baron, are you there? Hi, can you hear me, Irene? I can hear you. I can. Oh, you don't have to call me doctor anything. Um, (laughs) How are you? I'm terrific, thank you, and congratulations on all your success and followers, and it's uh, great to see your, uh, hear your voice and uh, see your face on my uh, computer here. Well, it, oh, you can see my face on the computer. It's interesting that I've known you since high, you were in high school, and my last remembrance of you in my house was when you were there on prom night, and you had that wild cummerbund and tie. I'm, oh, my goodness. <laughs> But, but you've become a very successful businessman, and now you're running. And I guess the question is, and you're running on, uh, with a Libertarian Party, why are you a successful businessman, maybe one of the most honest people I know, running for political office? Uh, well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. And uh, I like the, your, your topics here. And, and again, uh, you know, being uh, focusing on self-improvement is something that I've real, always tried to do. And I'm really kind of focused on taking a, uh, an internal perspective of, of running and a holistic approach, uh, ah. just like I do in my business, and treating people with, uh, you know, really boiling it down and you know, treating people with respect, having accountability, 
um, and um, you know, doing the right things and really working hard, following up, and and just being as genuine and honest and open. But as you can do that in business. Why? Why do you mm-hmm. want to do that in the political arena that doesn't really seem to embrace those traits? Well, it's. Uh, I think we've uh, we've we've in essence created the, this mess ourselves as people, and and uh, we've we've got to the sort of status quo arena and uh, with different the rules and regulations that have been uh, put in place, now is an opportunity for, for hopefully this country to realize that we've got more than two choices. We, we pride ourselves on having choice and having democracy and freedom, but when we go to the you know vote, uh, we usually are only given a, a few choices, and usually those are either Republican or Democrats, you know, the top two parties. And I think in order for um, success to happen, as we see in our, our work schedules and even our lives personally, is that when you have more voices and more people around you, better things generally happen. Um, you have uh, more successes and more best practices that you can than you can work with. But when you have two people that don't, don't like each other and don't get along, you have stalemates and, and nothing happens. And that's where we are right now. And I think more and more people have are getting frustrated, not just here on a local and state and uh, level, but federally and I think globally. And it's really not boding well for our presence in the international community. And and boiling it down to your show, it's really again, it, it comes from from the inside out. It and absolutely does. And we talked about that at the beginning of the show: how we need everybody's opinion and everybody's voice. Um, we have just like one minute left. What office are you running for, and uh, how's it going? Yeah, I'm running for the 62nd Assembly District for the state of California, which is the area from Venice Beach, California, down to uh, through uh, LAX and uh, El Segundo, and into Gardena, Lawndale, Hawthorne, Inglewood, Westchester, Playa del Rey, Playa Vista. The big district, about 500,000 people, and um, and so we're I'm going to try to make an impact here on the state level. And uh, in essence, play sort of marriage counselor between the Democrats and Republicans and say, hey, we can all get along and and, uh, form coalitions and and get things done and get back to work for the people. Ah, you heard it here on the Self-Improvement Show. Baron, thank you so much. And on that note, we have to say goodbye. I've enjoyed being on with you today. I loved having our engineer and Baron Bruno join us um, if you're in California, be sure to vote for him. And next week, come back for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.